personally, I will say literally anything. I will dig around the words. I love you. Like, a lot of it's family or close friends or, like, friends. Like, romantically, I don't. I just, I don't. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm just so awkward. I don't know what it is. So we're back. <laughs> it's been what? It's been like two weeks since the other episode. Wow. Well, before I get into you know my tangents, you know how I love to freaking talk. Welcome to the Everything Guide, your place for learning more about mental health, relationships, and self improvement, bettering yourself. Um, I'm really excited for today's episode. I think this is a really fun topic that we're going to be discussing, and honestly. I've wanted to do an episode on this for a very long time. I've had it planned for I don't even know how long, but I've had, it's just been sitting in like my drafts. And I, you know, of course, never recorded it up until now, but I've always thought it was a really cool concept. And I think that a lot of people will like this episode just because it was, I think still is pretty popular, um, this whole discussion that we're gonna have today. But that's besides the point. We gotta get into my life because I'm, of course, the center of everything. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what's been going on since. So, okay. So, with the last episode that we just did, Getting Your BS and BS, um, that was the day that I came back to Longwood. That's the college I go to for our second semester. So, it is our third week. Um, kind of crazy. Uh, today's Monday. It's kind of crazy. Um, and the semester's going by so fast. We had like three snow days last week because it keeps it keeps snowing. I don't know. I live in Virginia. I don't know where you guys like specifically are from, but it has been snowing like nonstop. I don't know why. We've been getting so much snow. And like the thing about Virginia is we either get a bunch of snow or we get like none. <laughs> oh, okay, that's why. We either get a lot of snow like all at once. Um, like we get like eight inches, I feel like. Well, I guess we used to, hashtag global warming. Um, but we used to get so much snow like all at once and then we wouldn't really get that much anymore or we don't get like any at all. We get like an inch or two. And the third option is that we just kind of get it like periodically, which is what happened this time. I don't know what it was about this winter that caused us to have such like a weird snow um, like pattern. I don't know what it was. It's kind of weird. Uh, I'm like looking out the window right now and like looking at all the snow, like there's still snow on campus, which is crazy to me that we still have it. Like we have people working, so there's people in construction, you can probably hear it in the background. If you can't, then thank God. <laughs> but if you can, there's like people doing construction back there and like they're building a new stadium and I just feel so bad that they have to do it. Like it's so cold outside. Like it is literally free. Like it's freezing. I mean, today my fit was pretty nice, <laughs> and I didn't. I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt, but it is so weird to me that like that they still have to work and like there's snow everywhere. Like even on the site, I don't know. That's just the point. But so I'm back. Um, it's been kind of weird being back because <laughs> it's like I lived here for like what like four and like a half months maybe. Because well, August, I always forget how months go. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, November, and December. So what? That's like, eh, I'd say like, I would say two and a half to three months because I came in like mid-August and then left like mid-December. So I'd say probably like three, like three months is solid. Like two and a half, three months is a pretty solid prediction. But I don't know. I think like it's weird coming back because I was home 
for like basically a month, you know? And I came back here, which is where I basically live. And I felt like I was moving back in and everything. It was just so odd seeing everybody again. And all the dynamics are mostly the same. I don't think they're all that different. Um, everyone seems about the same. We were only gone for months, not like we were gone a whole summer, you know? But it is, it's nice to be back. My classes are going pretty well so far, although it is only the third week. So um, we'll see, because after this week, I have so many assignments due. But I took my own advice. Actually, I don't know if I did an episode on this yet, but I started planning things out more. Like I have a planner now, um, Day Designer, Awesome Planners, 2022 Planner. Awesome, love it, it's great. But like I have a planner now, I'm all organized. I do notes so thoroughly. I mean, I did notes before very thoroughly, but now I do notes, I feel like, I feel like I do better notes now than I did before, which I don't know if I can, this is possible. <laughs> I feel like I'm known for writing good notes. So that's pretty cool. But I have like a planner now. I actually divide my time up pretty nicely. Um, like today, like I had a bunch of classes, but I was, I only had actually a bunch, I only had three. Um, I normally only have two on Wednesdays and Fridays. Every other day I have only have two classes. Um, and they're late too. Like to my, my earliest class today was 11 and my earliest class tomorrow will be 1 p.m. So I can't complain about having a good schedule. <laughs> I can't complain about like, I have to go to class because I go to class at 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. <laughs> so it's pretty easy. But, oh wait, no, tomorrow's at 11 too. And do I? I'm sure I'll figure it out. I think tomorrow I start at 11. And it's Monday and Friday that I, Wednesday and Friday that I start at 1 and I have a class at 2. You guys don't care about that. <laughs> I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm really glad to be back. I I did enjoy being at home for the time that I was. Uh, it was good to like, you know, like be with my mom again, see family, see friends. It was good. I enjoyed it. I get to have tea every morning, which I guess I could do here. I just feel bad because like my so my friends have a kettle and they live like two doors down and I just feel bad like going over there and using it. I don't, I think I've used it for tea like twice. Um, I just feel bad going over there and like asking to use it, even though it's literally just water. <laughs> like it'll take five minutes to heat up at the most, you know. Like it doesn't take that that long. They're like my closest friends that I have here, so it's not like I don't know. I just feel awkward. That was loud. I <laughs> I just feel awkward like asking for stuff, I don't know, I'm weird, which kind of gets into our topic later, because one of the love languages that we'll be talking about, I just, I'm really, I can't, I don't vibe, like, it's fine, like, it's a fine love language, and I don't want to, like, disclose which one it is, but I can probably pick up which, the hints, but, um, what are they doing up there? Um, be careful construction guys, but... I just something about that specific love language just makes me feel like bad. <laughs> and not bad in the sense that like I like hate myself, just bad like I don't know, I feel guilty almost. But that's besides the point. The sun, I w you guys can't see me. I wish you guys could see me because my outfit right now is really nice. But the sun is like directly in my face. Like I mean I chose to sit here and I could easily could have just moved, but the sun is in like in my face. Like we are having a staring contest right now. Oh, I hurt my th I hurt my eyes. I didn't mean to have an actual staring contest, but I oh I went to a game. Um, I went to a basketball game, which was a bit of a surprise because I normally like events on campus. I think last semester I went to like two. I don't think I, I don't really, and they might have been mandatory. 
like I don't really go to events on campus, which I am a little upset about because I do want to get more involved. Um, I am going to a meeting, an interest meeting later today, um, actually. And I'm sure uh, the next, not next Tuesday, Tuesday after that, um, you guys will hear about that <laughs> because, I don't know, I like talking. And <laughs> clearly, <laughs> this is a 10-minute intro, so... I went to a game, um, our mascot, like I talked about in the last episode, our mascot's like, it kind of terrifies me. Like, I've never, I've seen him, him, it, I guess, I don't know. We call him Elwood. I saw him at the game, just the ever, <laughs> the ever-going saga of Elwood. He just freaks me out. Like, something about that horse is just so weird looking. Like, it's a mascot, like, it's not gonna look normal, it's an animal. Well, for the most, most of them are animals. Um... And apparently it could get worse because it was a basketball game and we were going up the ca- going against the camels. I I was like, oh, I would <laughs> I would hate to go to a school and our mascots are the camels. Like, have school spirit and all. Like, if you go there, like if you know what school I'm talking about, I'm sorry. Uh, we won the game, so ha. Huh. But. I don't know, like, I, sometimes I'd be thinking, and I'm like, yeah, we're not the JMU Dukes, and we're not the Camels, you know? I don't, I forget what Mason's, um, mascot is, or Radford's, I don't know that many mascots. Does Liberty have a mascot? Liberty's mascot's probably, like, I'm not gonna say anything about Liberty, actually, because that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be nice. Um, but I've been, overall, I've been doing really well. Um, past two weeks have been pretty nice. Uh, nothing's really happened, really. I've just kind of been taking it slow. It's been a lot slower than the first semester, which is good. I think the first semester was me still getting, like, acclimated to, uh, you know, new environment, uh, new people I'm interacting with. Um, it's just, I don't know, this semester has been slow so far, which I'm not mad about because last semester was a little too fast for me. But it's been a slow semester. Nothing's really been going on. Um... My life is boring now. <laughs> Nothing to talk about. Maybe one day I need. I want to have like. I want to have a, a, a recap of the first semester because you know I, I wasn't making episodes first semester. It was and I feel like I I don't need to like explain anything like, but I just feel like I just want to talk about it. I need to tell somebody that wasn't that wasn't there. But I need other people to like give me a clear timeline because it's all so boring. That is how much happened in the first semester. It's so, there was so much that I can't even recall everything that happened, at least not accurately. Like that is, I mean, of course I wasn't there for some things that happened, um, but it still like affected me like indirectly. So it's just crazy. Oh, I'm hungry. I want a burger. I've been scarfing down some burgers, guys. I've been eating. Like, we had this place on campus called Farm Girl, and I go there every day. It, like, it's bad. Not, like, the food's not bad. Like, it's really good. I will, and normally, like, if you guys know me, like, I don't have that big of an appetite normally. Like, I'll eat, like, a burger, or t- like, a burger. I'll eat, like, if I get, like, a burger at, like, McDonald's, I'll have, like, fries, and then I'll be done. Like, I won't do anything outside of that, just because, like, I don't really eat all that much. But dang, I could I could mess up <laughs> a farm girl burger. I could eat up a farm girl burger. Burger, it's just so good. It's so good. Something about it just gets to me. But I forgot I was talking about something. I forgot why I was talking about a burger. 
because I was hung. I felt hungry, but I don't remember what I was talking about before then. Why does this always happen to me? <laughs> this always happens. I don't remember. Like, this is why I have to keep, like, clear notes, because I just don't remember. I know the press club. Okay, so if you guys don't know, you guys probably don't know, because 80% of, like, my audience does not live in Farmville. But there's this place called Press Club, and I have not gone yet since I've been back, and I'm so mad at myself because I love Press Club. Like when I say I love Press Club, I literally mean I love Press Club. I love going to Press Club. It drives me insane how much joy it brings going to Press Club. I just love it so much. And I haven't gone in, I haven't gone since I've been back. And last time I went was right before, I had even before I left. It was the last two days before I went back home. So it's definitely been a bit. Oh, speaking of. I no, never mind. I'll say that for the end. I'm dumb. <laughs> I was gonna do the song of the because uh, I wanna do like a song of like the episode, but and I have a song in mind, a song I've been obsessed with for the past like couple of days. I think it's only dropped. Uh, it couldn't have been more than a week ago. Maybe like three or four days ago. I don't know, but I almost just spoiled what it was gonna be just because I felt like it. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm done talking about myself. <laughs> you guys are like, yeah, we're sick of it. We're sick of hearing about you. <laughs> Get a new podcast, okay. But um, now that I'm done with my little recap intro, uh, I think we're going to get into our episode topic of the day, which is the five love languages. What they are, how to spot them, what yours might be, and how to date people who have specific ones. We'll also talk about mine and my personal experiences with um my love languages and relationships and i think it's gonna be really interesting i've always wanted to do this episode i'm so excited to talk about this like you guys have no idea i'm so excited to talk about this um this topic i've like i said i've been having it it's just just been sitting in my drafts for so long and i don't know why i never did it i just kind of i don't know i don't know why but yeah I'm really not sure to eat that burger. <laughs> I'm so hungry, but I'll eat it after this. So I don't know why I thought about that. So let's get into today's topic. Our episode is titled, What is Love? And we'll be talking about the five love languages and their different ways of expressing and receiving love. So there are five of these, um, and you've, I'm sure you guys have heard of them. They are all over places like TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. They're literally everywhere. You can't talk about relationships, both romantic and platonic, without talking about love languages. It's a really big topic. Um, it was developed by Gary Chapman, um, who's a PhD, Dr. Chapman, my, my bad. Um, he has a book called The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Last, and he basically describes the five styles of communicating love and basically what they each mean. So, what are these five love languages? So there's words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Um, so as you guys know, there's five of these because not everyone communicates in the same exact way. When it comes to things like expressing your love um, or just like your strong um, affection towards somebody, everyone has different ways of displaying that i know i have very different ways of displaying that um i think that's why certain friend groups work and certain friend groups don't so for me personally one of the things that i've learned and i attribute a lot to um love languages and relationships like this and i've probably said this before because it's like my favorite saying ever is two people can be awesome on their own and not work out together as like friends and that's perfectly fine and 
is attributable to love languages because one person, their language can be giving gifts and, uh, or maybe it's words of affirmation, but maybe the other person in the you know, relationship doesn't really like expressing um, their love verbally and they want to do it more physically, like do physical touch or do giving gifts. So not everything, you know, like fits together that way. And um, of course, in some cases, people can still um, express their love in different ways. Like maybe someone prefers to show their love in physical touch, but will verbally express it sometimes as well. Um, not as much, but they'll still do it. Dominantly, they still have the love languages of physical touch, but they will also express it verbally. Like, let's say if their partner just prefers it that way. And they feel like, oh, like, well, I can say I love you more often or I like you more often than they normally would. Um, some people aren't comfortable with that, which is completely okay. Like, you're not weird. And this is another thing. That's why I'm kind of glad that love languages are becoming so much more popularized because I know, like, for some people, it's really hard to, you know, like verbally express, oh, like, I love you, you know, or like, I love da da da, X, Y, and Z. So it's good to have other categories of like, oh, I'm gonna give this person a gift, or oh, I'm gonna, you know, give this person a hug. I'm like, that's how I just play out. I know one of my closest friends, um, she, me and her have not, like, we've been friends for how many years now? Start of middle school, sixth grade, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh crap! What like eight years now? It might be give or take. I'm I'm gonna say eight. <laughs> I'm just gonna say eight. Um, I want to say it's been no, cause uh, eight or eight, seven or eight. I don't know. One of those years. <laughs> One of those numbers, and she knows who she is, <laughs> and she. When we, like we very first met, like it wasn't just me, like everybody, it just wasn't very like physical, like expressing like affection in terms of touch, like wasn't really like her thing. Um, and of course we've been friends for like the longest time now. I consider her one of, if not my closest friend. And you know, like we hug all the time. Like I'm, my love language, just to expose myself, is physical touch. I. Like, and it's just any, like, not even just, like, giving hugs. I hate holding hands. I, and this is what's so weird about me, is my love language is obviously physical touch, but I hate PDA. Like, and it depends, of course it depends on the type of PDA, but most of the time, I really don't like it. I don't like seeing it. I don't like being a part of it. I just don't like any of it. It just makes me uncomfortable. Like, I have to really, really like someone. And it's different when it's a friend versus, like, um, something more romantic because if it's a friend and people can like tell that we're friends um, and we're like you know messing around like pushing da 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 whatever you know you don't know how friends work like that's one thing I don't mind doing that I don't mind like giving my friends hugs but I don't know like I don't know I feel like it's different like it's a different vibe when it's someone that you're dating or that you're talking to I don't know I just personally I don't love it and that's my own thing now physical touch of course like, I'll express it all. Like, if we're alone, or even if, like, we're in a comfortable space, like, it's just, like, me, whoever, like, romantic terms now. Me, whoever my partner is, and, like, my friends. I'm like, of course. Like, I don't mind doing that. Um, it's just, like, public. Oh, I hate it in public. <laughs> like, I could not walk around campus being all lovely, lovely people. And that's my, oh, that's my biggest pet peeve. I hate when people do that. If you, and it's always the couples who stand in the middle of the sidewalk. I'm like, move. 
Move out of the way. I know, like, I'm all for expressing your love for people, but you were literally in my way. You were physically blocking the way. And I'm not about to walk in the grass so that you can hug your boyfriend. When you can hug him, why don't you guys go in the grass? You know? You see, man, I'm talking about a very specific instance because it, I was already not feeling it that day. <laughs> it was like the end of last semester. And there was this couple standing literally in the middle of the sidewalk. And it's a thin sidewalk. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get to class. And y'all are just standing there in the way, fully in the way, just hugging. I was like, move. And of course, I like walked around them after very clearly like walking towards them. Like, I know they saw me. And you know, it's always the couples that have the weird, like, they hug over. Like, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it. Like, there's always like the weird height difference. I don't know. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't even know how, if I can explain the disgust I have for people that do that. I hate it. It makes me want to, literally makes me want to like vomit. It, like, I hate it. And like, I don't mind. Like, it's like PDA in certain circumstances is fine. Like, I don't, like, I'm just, that's just me, personally. Like, I'm not saying never do PDA. Just for me, like, physical touch is my love language, but I want it to be private. I don't want other people to see it. And if you're going to do it in public, guys, this goes to you guys. Like, if you're one of those people that stands in the way because you just want to hug your significant other, leave. Like, this is not the place for you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Not really. But... <laughs> Like leave. Like I just don't. I, I don't. I just don't get it. Personally, I don't get it. I would rather do literally anything else than. I just can't. Like, how are you not? I'm talking about this way too much. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just got way too into all that. <laughs> I just yeah. Back to the story. But <laughs> my friend now like, um, she's very like physical. She loves like giving us hugs and everything and like. She will verbally say I love you, but I can definitely tell it's more through her actions than her words. Um, not that I don't believe her when she says it. I just know, like, it's just more common for us to communicate in terms of, like, hugs and stuff like that than it is for anything else. Um, so that's my love language and my friend's love language, just as a good example. So what are the five love languages? Like, let's go in depth with these. Um, we're going to start with gifts because gifts is probably i think the most straightforward one um it's in the name gift giving um it's a pretty straightforward love language um it's when you feel loved when people give you visual symbols of love um it's not about like the value of the gift it's more about just the fact that you're you know giving it to someone or i guess getting it i think gifts in my mind the way gifts work is oh wait no i'm dumb because isn't there receiving as well Oh no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, it is receiving gifts, not giving. I think it's both giving and receiving, just personally. Um, when I think of gifts as just a, as a love language, I think of both giving gifts and receiving gifts. I think some people, like I said, it's like, it doesn't really matter like what the value of it is. Like just getting the gift or giving it to someone. Like I can think of plenty of gifts I could give my friends that don't really like cost all that much. But it's something they like, you know? Like, I got a shirt from Emily, one of my close friends, that says, Mama Knows Best, because I'm a know-it-all. And it's, you know, it's a dumb shirt, t-shirt, that I'm sure if people saw me wearing it, they'd be like, what the hell, why are you wearing that? But, you know, it's a, it's a funny gift, and I enjoy it, because, you know, 
it shows like she knows me. Like she knows that when it's a joke that I would find funny and not that I would get like sensitive and be like upset about. And two, it shows that she like really knows my personality as well. I mean, at this point we've been friends for like seven or eight years. So you better know my personality at this point. Um, if not, then we've got some issues to work out. But I really think that gift giving and gift receiving like go hand in hand because someone who loves to give gifts probably also loves receiving them just because it's the same thought that you know you put into it that's when people say that it's the thought that counts that applies in my mind more to gifts than just anything else because you know even if i hated the gift you got me it's just the fact that you got me a gift um it just really it really like makes you feel special like not me like specifically but like it makes you feel special when someone gives you a gift and you know, something personal, or even if it's, you know, like a shitty gift, <laughs> you know, like, like the worst thing on the planet, you still, you know, take it and be like, I appreciate that you thought of me enough to get me this present, whether I like it or not. And I think it's sweet that people enjoy giving that joy out to other people. Now, after gifts, I think, is acts of service. Um, it's when, you know, again, I think this is a two-way street. Um, doing things for other people and having other people do things for you. I, I'm not a big fan of acts of service personally. Uh, I still weigh it way higher than I do. Um, cause I'm very bad at like verbally expressing love. <laughs> so like words of affirmation is like not, it's not my thing. I, I'm just awkward. That's the reason why. But acts of service personally, I'm don't love um it's because i feel bad when people do things for me um like unless it's something they have to do like i just feel bad um like i was talking about earlier like with the kettle i don't love when people are like when they're like oh my god i'll do this i'll do that like i will easily do stuff for my friends and family like all the time if they need me to um i mean it depends on the task sometimes i can be stubborn <laughs> but most of the time like oh i need like a ride so and so okay like i don't mind doing that or I burped. Sorry, my bad. Or, oh my god, I did it again. What the heck? <laughs> they only oh, ride to like so and so, like to work. Or, oh, can you like text so and so for me? Like, I don't mind doing things like that. Um, I just, uh, I don't like re- like reciprocating. I don't like when people give the same energy. I just don't like. <laughs> like, if it's their love language, of course I'll let them do it. I just feel awkward when it happens. Um, but acts of service is when your partner, whether it's your friend or you know, a relationship, a romantic partner, goes out of their way to make your life easier. It's, you know, like making you coffee in the morning or making you breakfast in bed, uh, cleaning around the house when you know that you've been busy or, I don't know, like helping you out with homework or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's things like that that really acts, act as acts of service just because, you know, it can be the smallest thing of, oh, they like got my clothes ready for me in the morning or they made me, made me like a little sandwich for lunch. I think it's cute when people do little things like that. Um, I think the difference between acts of service and gift giving is gifts is like buying, like going out my way to buy and or make something for you. Acts of service is like, okay, like I'm making coffee for you, but this is not just like a random here you go. It's like, I know you enjoy coffee in the morning and I'm going to save you the time of making it yourself by doing it for you. I think it's that kind of give and take there. 
again, not my favorite, but I do understand like why people enjoy doing that. Because you know, it can feel f- fulfilling to do things for other people, especially when you get, um, you know, like not really praised, but when people, you know, acknowledge what you've done for them. I think it's really sweet. I think it's a really sweet thing to do. So after active service, we have words of affirmation. I'm just saying things like, I love you, I love you, I appreciate you, I think you're awesome, words like that. Um, I think more in, personally, I think this um, applies more to romantic relationships. Um, saying things like, I love you, or I honestly really just, I love you. <laughs> like, personally, I will say literally anything. I will dig around the words, I love you. Like, a lot of it's family, or close friends, or like friends, like, Romantically, I don't. I just, I don't. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm just so awkward. I don't know what it is. Well, I do know what it is, but I don't like it. I just don't. Like, I mean, of course, when people say it to me, like, I don't mind. It's the same thing like, with acts of service. Like, well, actually, it's the opposite of acts of service. I love doing stuff for other people if they need me to. But it's when, I have to, when they have to do something back. But I love you, I don't like saying it. <laughs> like, family, friends, obviously. But, like, romantic... Uh, it's like, eh, <laughs> you know, it's like a little awkward. Um, I'm related. The sunset's really pretty. I know I said earlier that some of them my face and it was kind of annoying, but it's really pretty now. Although it's definitely blinding for sure. <laughs> but words of affirmation um, is love language that really values verbal acknowledgements of affection. Like, I love you, words of appreciation, encouragement, like, oh, you're so pretty, and da 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 da. It's things like that. I feel like. This is more for the people who are social. I think that personality definitely plays a plays a role in which one you will be. So like, let's say you're a lot shyer um, and you're a little bit more introverted, which introversion and extroversion is a scale. So take that as you will. But I think if you're gonna be some, um, someone more introverted, you'd probably be more, uh, probably more quality time, which is, the second, one of the last ones that we'll get to in a second. Um, I think you'd probably be more quality time. Someone more extroverted is probably going to be more words of affirmation, acts of service. Um, I think gift giving was also for someone more introverted and um, having more, not distant styles of attachment, but definitely more reserved styles of attachment. Um, but I think words of affirmation is pretty solid. Again, I don't really love doing it, but. I think for people who do enjoy giving words of affirmation, I think you're doing God's work, probably. <laughs> so, one after that is quality time. Quality time is actively just spending time with your partner, your friends, your family. It really is just showing up and being in each other's presence. I would say that if I didn't already know that my love language was um, physical touch, it would probably be quality time just because I very much cherish when I can kind of just like sit with my friends and we can just sit in silence and like I'll be on TikTok and just do absolutely nothing. <laughs> like I, and like of course quality time can also be like, let's do this, let's do that. Um, I love going out and doing things. Um, like if I I'm really close to my friends. I'm going to want to do literally everything with them. <laughs> so I attribute everything back to like, oh, how can I bring my friends into this? Um, I just like spending time with people I really like. So quality time, like I said, is just actively wanting to spend time with people. Um, with like active listening, eye contact, presence, um, 
prioritizing, like hanging out with them, seeing them, doing things with them. It could be as simple as sitting together and maybe you're reading a book and they're watching TV or, you know, having a favorite, having a movie that you guys watch together or, you know, playing games together. It can really be anything that you enjoy, I feel like. I think it's personalized. <laughs> um, but I think quality time is definitely going to be one of my top, one of the ones on the top of my list for people to express to me and for me to express to other people. I think quality time is pretty solid because I love spending time with my friends. And last, but certainly number one, not least at all, is physical touch, which is going to be, like I said before, people who enjoy like hugging, kissing, holding hands, cuddling, um, other things that I will not be mentioning because this is not that kind of podcast. Um, I'm just sitting together on a couch, you know, just being in each other's presence, like quality time, but adding that level of physical touch on top of it. Doing things that are physically intimate rather than just doing things that are just regularly intimate. Um, like maybe baking would be something in the, in the terms of quality time. Oh, we're, you know, making bread together or we're going to a winery, going wine tasting or, you know, we're going to a concert together. Things like that, I would say, fall under quality time. And physical touch would be, yeah, we're baking, but maybe when we put that bread in the oven, we go and like cuddle on the couch. Like that would be physical touch as a love language. Um, I know for me, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> I just, I'm a big like physical touch person. I don't know what it is about it. I just feel like that's, for me, the best way to express, because when I'm comfortable with someone, not like touchy touchy, like come here. Like <laughs> I am just a lot more, I'm more comfortable. I don't know how to explain it, but when I'm comfortable with somebody, I feel like I'm able to touch them more. Not in like a weird way, like, I don't know. I don't know, like not weird. Like I just, I enjoy giving people hugs and being like, I'll see you, like giving a hug or a high, even like a high five, you know? Like it doesn't have to be something that, you know, we're touching all the time and doing all these things together. So I personally just love uh, physical intimacy. It's really affirming for me. And I think that that's my way of showing people that I care. <laughs> um, so if you ever think that I dislike you, if I've given you at least a hug that wasn't like forced, chances are you're pretty cool in my book. Um, yeah, so that's all five of the love languages and kind of like what makes them unique. I think that they definitely overlap. Like we were talking about with quality time and physical touch, I think those definitely overlap. Um, things like words of affirmation and maybe giving gifts, I think would go together really nicely. I think a lot of them kind of interweave. There's a lot of overlap. And I would say for the five of them, I wouldn't put yourself in one category. Like I said, I have like a little list um, that I was kind of making in my head as we went. I think my number one love language is definitely physical touch. I, that's just my, that's just my jam. I don't know why. Um, after that would probably be quality time. And, and this is in terms of how I show love. It would be physical touch, quality time, acts of service, probably gifts and then words of affirmation. Yeah, I think that's pretty solid. Probably gifts and then words of affirmation. Just because I'm a horrible gift giver and I'm also horrible at expressing myself verbally. So unless I'm, I can express any emotion except for, for four, 
I don't even know. I'm good at expressing sadness and anger, but I'm bad at like all the other ones, which is not good, but it could be worse. You know, I don't know if it can, but maybe, who knows? So next we're gonna go on to dating tips um, for each type, which I've kind of already been dipping in there just a little bit. I'm starting off with words of affirmation, um, literally just talk. <laughs> um, I would stick to saying things that were positively affirming rather than saying anything negative. I think that people who enjoy words of affirmation probably also take, and this is just of course my um, assumption on things, they are, what are they doing over there? Hashtag construction, I guess. But in my mind, I would probably think that people who love words of affirmation probably also take negative verbal um, discussions pretty like, you know, they would take it to heart a little bit more because if you listen to things positively and you enjoy hearing those, chances are when you hear something negative, you probably take it to the same amount of intensity. That's just what my assumption would be. I feel like every time I stop talking is when they, do, I don't even know what they're doing over there, but I feel like it's every time I like take a pause, Sorry, I was waiting for it to happen. Um, but yeah, I would say stay on the side of being positive um, and really be able to communicate effectively because when you notice something good, like just say it. You know, like say it when you want to and say it as much as you can. Say it frequently. I would, like I said before, stay away from anything negative because it is really hard, I think, when some people are like, I love hearing words of affirmation. And then you're like, negative affirmation. And they're like, no. That was so weird. But when they like, you know, I think that I would just watch the negative comments and stick with something more positive because words literally mean everything to them. Next, we have acts of service. Um, I would just do everything that you feel like you can and are able to. Now, I will say, don't burn yourself out trying to show you, trying to show them your love because that can be just as toxic as anything else could be. So I would just stick to doing what you are physically and mentally able to do. Maybe you don't make them coffee one morning because you literally just can't, you know? Like maybe you're having a rough morning and you don't feel like making coffee. Don't force yourself to do that because you feel like you have to. Um, but I would just do what you can um, as much as you can because I think that people really enjoy when you do things for them. And it doesn't have to be, like I said before, like making coffee or cleaning around the house. It could be things like, I don't even know, whatever they like the, doing. Maybe organizing your knife, your knife collection, or I really have no idea. <laughs> I really have no idea. Um, I don't know, just anything that you, can, that you can see and that you know you can help with, I think would be a really good addition to showing your love to them. And, you know, I think that if I were to be in a relationship with someone who enjoys acts of service, um, I would just try my best to help them with everything that they have. And, if, you know, if I was, if that was my love language and mine was acts of service, I would want, you know, my partner to do that for me. So, yeah, I think that just doing what you can, I just, I think that kind of applies to all of them. Doing what, doing what you can as much as possible it's probably going to be <laughs> pretty repetitive for all of these. So next is quality time. Um, I would say for this one, you know, plan out cute little dates. Um, plan out things that you guys can do together so you're not always sitting on the couch every day 
talking to each other or watching that one show. I mean, it'd be cute to sit on, you know, a bench and watch shows. Bench. <laughs> Don't have a bench in your house. A couch. And watch shows together or a movie. And I think if that's what you guys enjoy doing, that's what you guys enjoy doing. And I wouldn't stray from that, just personally. But I would switch it up sometimes, you know, like, maybe if you guys are watching that show and you finish it, maybe now you guys can go on daily walks or you know, bi-weekly walks or something, I would just switch it up and make sure that you have as much time in your schedule as possible to do things with your partner because, you know, if you love spending time with them as much as they love spending time with you, then it won't be a chore. It'll be something you actually enjoy doing. And that is what makes it beautiful. So next is gifts. Um, I would say, personally, I, I don't know. I hate receiving gifts, so I'm really bad with this one. But I think that giving gifts you know are special to them rather than just something random that you know that they enjoy i think that would really in their minds be like the above and beyond because i know for me like yeah someone can just get me you know like a notebook that they think are like oh you like that i'm like yeah but like maybe it could be something oh my god excuse me that was awful you know like for me like i love k-pop i'm verbally saying it on the podcast so now you guys all know that i'm a freak who likes k-pop but if someone bought me like an album, the, and albums are they're not cheap, they're expensive. So if someone bought me an album, I'm just saying, I'm just I'm saying it now. If you want, if you're trying to date me, and you're listening to this, that is the way to go. Buy me a K-pop album. Talk to me. Figure out what song I I like the most. Figure out what album to try and just buy me that album. Just just saying. Or you know, if you're a fan and you want to just get me a gift, you know, you just want to send me money. Um, you can you can do that. You can you can send me money. I will take all the money. <laughs> or or K pop albums. But like for me, I would love if someone gave me something that I've talked about or I've discussed a lot more because it, in my mind it just feels a lot more special. You remembered something that I enjoyed and you went out of your way to look for this thing, buy it, you know, because you knew that I would enjoy it. So I would just get things that you know that they would really, really like. And maybe it doesn't have to always be a physical thing, like Maybe it can be concert tickets um, to a show that you really want to see, or maybe, yeah, that's all I've got. Or maybe, you know, it's um, like a $300 gift card, that's a lot of money, but like a $300 gift card to, to Olive Garden, you know? It's like something that they would really enjoy, something that's special to them, I think would really, really push, you know, the boundary of how good a gift and how special a gift can really be. Um, so I've done, I've done words of affirmation, Access service and gifts. So next we're gonna do quality time. Oh wait, no, just kidding. I did quality time already. <laughs> oh, did I do all of them? I did, except for touch. I believe. I'm just gonna say that I did. I believe that I did. If I haven't, you guys can yell at me for it later. <laughs> I believe I've done them all except for touch. So we're just gonna go along with that. So for touch, uh, I just know for me, it doesn't have to always be like a hug or like a kiss or like holding hands literally just standing next to me and like our shoulders touching is like enough for me <laughs> like it doesn't take much for me to feel special um literally any kind of like this physical touch is really nice for me i enjoy it a lot i think that like even just like grazing my arm with your hand or i don't like putting your arm around my shoulder like if we're dating like my hip or something I don't know but I'm like I just personally really enjoy that I 
for me, it's like a little silent kind of reminder. Like every hug in my mind, not like from everybody, but like, you know, if I like hug my sister from behind, that's how my way of being like, I love you, without like having to verbally say it out loud. Cause I mean, I'll say it. <laughs> I just like, if I can avoid it, I will. You know what I mean? So that's my thing. So I think that, and if you're going, if you're someone who enjoys touch, and this is my other thing, I feel like there's like negatives to each side, and we'll get to that. But I think if you enjoy touch as well, I would just, as long as you guys have boundaries set and your partner is okay with it, you know, I would give my partner a little little peck or two, you know, just like randomly, just because you feel like it. It doesn't have to be a thing where, oh, they took me on this this date and like I have to kiss them now, or like, you know, it could just be like a random moment, like, kiss, mwah. Like, <laughs> that can be like your little I love you moment. It doesn't have to always be something verbal. That's just what I prefer. Um, but I think getting into negatives of each one, I'm gonna keep this brief because I don't wanna like harp on anyone's love language. But I think for words of affirmation, I would think in my mind, just from what I would assume, is that if you enjoy words of affirmation or you give words of affirmation, you probably lack, probably lacking in terms of physical. Which is like fine. You don't need to, you know, hug people all the time. But maybe you're a little bit colder in that you don't like people giving people hugs, or you don't want to give people hugs. Which is okay. Like that's that's your prerogative. You don't have to give people hugs. But encountering someone who doesn't like, you know, on the other spectrum, who likes physical touch and doesn't really like verbally expressing things, it'll be pretty hard to balance that out unless you really, really want to make it work. Well, there's a will, there's a way. If you love somebody enough, you will make it work for them. It doesn't matter what your love language is. That's why I don't want you guys to say, feel like you have to abide by like these rules, quote unquote, and like these standards for each one. Someone can do words of affirmation and also want to spend every waking moment with their partner. Like, and some people can do acts of service, but also enjoy getting and giving gifts. You know, like you don't have to just be one. Um, for people with physical touch, I think boundaries are very important. Knowing how you can touch them, when. Um, some people, you know, have trauma with physical touch and they don't want to always get a hug out of nowhere or a kiss out of nowhere. Sometimes you need to start smaller with them. Sometimes that affirmation can be, oh, I give you a high five or oh, like we locked pinkies or like we held hands and it, you have to like slowly build your way up. I think that for people who, because I know for me, like I'm, I, like, I, my, that's my love language is touch, but I need to feel comfortable with you before I even do anything. Like, that's just how that is. I think for gift giving, I would say don't get, for people who are giving gifts and getting them, for people who are getting them, I would feel, I would say that don't feel like, you know, you have to do, like, get them the same gift to the same degree. It would be nice if you could do that, but, like, let's say you can't afford it. Like, you shouldn't feel pressured that to give this person a gift. And, like, going back to one of our older episodes, like the toxic one. If you have a friend who's like, now you need to give me this because I don't know. Like that's not a healthy relationship and you shouldn't be in it. Well, I mean, that's extreme, (laughs) but it's not not a healthy relationship and you shouldn't feel like because your friend was a decent person and gave you something that they knew you would enjoy that you now have, that you owe them now, that you have a debt to them because they did that for you. Because as a friend, they should be willing and able to do things for you and help you and not ask for something in return. Now, if they loan you like $5,000 and you don't pay that back, I'm not saying you have to. Some people can just give up 5K 
if you if you're one of those kinds of people hit me up <laughs> but you know some people can't just drop you know if, they, if someone like owes you a bunch of money or like you know got you a gift and you're like eh I don't like you I'm gonna get like you know like don't use this podcast as an excuse to be a shitty friend <laughs> but and I would say for giving gifts I would say don't stress out too much about it I feel like it can be a pretty stressful situation getting someone a gift because you're worried that they may not may not like it put the receipt in the bag you know you never know um leave the tag on I had a friend who used to do that she would leave like the tag and like the receipt because you know you never know what someone's gonna like and it's honestly a really smart strategy to do that um quality time I would make sure you're not smothering your partner I have been in both friendships and like romantic situations where they've wanted to spend and this is just me personally quality time is fun but like I need my alone time (laughs) I cannot spend every second of every day with someone I just can't do it it doesn't matter how close we are actually that's a lie because my friends my very close friends from middle school I could easily do that um, I could easily do like Emily and Michaela I could easily Leah, Corey I could easily hang out with them for like days and not get sick of them I don't know if the same is true for me <laughs> for them but I would hope so um, but like for me I like it's, it's mostly it's more romantic than it is friendship because I feel like for me romantic relationships take more out of me unless I'm super comfortable and I don't care anymore but for that kind of thing, I would just make sure you're not smothering your partner because if they feel like, you know, if they feel like it's a chore to hang out with you all the time, then it's not gonna make the special time special anymore. And for me personally, my thing is, I always think like, if I have, if I'm spending 24, like 24 hours with you all the time, 24 hours, seven days a week with you, then like, when, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, just moments aren't special anymore. Now, living together is different. Because at that point, you guys are, like, so in love that you guys don't want to... But, like, even then, you know, you have your own lives, you know? Like, one person, you have put up jobs, so you still have lives outside of each other. I just can't... Personally, I hate... Like, I know I hate the strong word, I don't care. I hate. <laughs> hate when people are like, let's do this together. And, like hang out three times a day I'm like I can't I can't do it I cannot see you three days I can't do it like oh I just can't I can't do it so yeah I believe that's all of them I'm I don't know I'm I hope you guys like really enjoy because I like I said before I was really excited to um to do this episode I really enjoyed you know, like, learning more about this, of course, I do research before. Um, this is an episode that's less about pulling my own experience, because some episodes I can just pull from my own experience, and, like, that's all I need, you know what I mean? Because um, in some cases, it's like, what the, like, with the toxic one, yes, I need a little bit of research with that, but, you know, I don't need that much. <laughs> like, everyone's had uh, relationships that weren't good for them. Um, everyone has experienced not only being in a toxic relationship, but being a toxic person. That's why I have both of those episodes. Um, and so I really enjoy, you know, like doing research and like doing these episodes. I'm, I'm being more consistent now. Um, I love episode of the day, but it's so hard. I have an episode song of the day. I know I want to do it every day, but it's so hard to do. <laughs> Just because I only listen to the same, like if I showed you guys my Spotify rap, not even like my like my Spotify on repeat playlist it is literally the same 
Like, how many songs is, are in the playlist? Let's count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, but yeah, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, the song of the episode. I can't play it because I'm sure I get like copyright strike or something. Um, oh, I counted the wrong. Oh, no, I didn't. Just kidding. Oh, yeah, but song of the day is. Episode is Lunatic. Um, I'm sure it'll be a song of the day, probably like tomorrow. <laughs> but it's such a good song. It came out like only a couple days ago. It's, there's a little album that goes with it. Let's see when it when it came out because it's bothering me. That I don't remember. Oh, excuse me. So it was five days ago. Yeah, I was right. It was five days ago, and I don't know. I mean, it's not that not that. It's a pretty good song. I'm gonna be honest with you. When it first came out, I thought it was gonna be bad, so I just didn't pay attention to it. <laughs> and then I finally actually listened to it, and I was I was like, damn, this is good. This is a good song. It's really good easily one of my favorite songs right now it's number two on my on repeat playlist number one is scientist by twice as it should be um but i really hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i had a lot of fun learning about this i hope you guys had fun learning about it with me and if you guys have any questions of course don't be afraid to email me or don't email me <laughs> to dm me um on instagram we do have a twitter as well um the everything guide on both and if you guys want to follow my private, private, my main, um, you know, my actual Instagram, Josh for the Mess with three S's at the end, you guys can always DM me, follow me, and I really enjoy hearing from you guys and learning more about, like, your lives. And if you guys have any episodes you guys really want to hear about, any topics you really want me to talk about, feel free to, you know, DM me, send me anything that you want to. I really love hearing from you guys. I really do. And even just, you know, saying hi, telling me that you enjoyed the week's episode, it really helps. It helps me um, stay motivated and keep going. And yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> that's the episode for the week. I really hope you guys enjoyed it, and I will see you guys soon. Mm-hmm.